Hello, this is Tracy Sue, and you are listening to What Would Tracy Sue Do? Where we ask better questions about things that matter. Ooh, wow. All right, before we get into it, I do want to say I am sharing more information over on Patreon. Um, and there are things I want to say that I'm not going to say in public on public airwaves because of the way our media is being manipulated. So I'm going to get into some things today and I'm going to avoid some keywords that will attract the wrong kind of attention. And on Patreon, it's more of a private forum. So on Patreon, I feel more comfortable speaking completely freely and using um, company names that I'm not going to use in this episode or other episodes because of the way information works today, because of the way um, information is shared, because of the way information is flagged. Uh, because of the way information is used to incite controversy where none needs to exist. So I will be on patreon.com uh, slash Tracy Sue. Patreon is P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Tracy Sue. That's T-R-A-C-E-E-S-I-O-U-X. And I will be putting more information there about all kinds of things, including life skills, um, how to deal with this kind of crisis, how to handle yourself uh, financially to make it through this onto the other side, um, what I think about certain things, more evidence uh, about why I think that, and also to provide um, community of like-minded thinkers and feelers. I just realized that I have this um, uh, essential oil mister going right next to the phone. So please excuse that background noise. I have turned it off now, so hopefully the sound quality is better. I do not want to completely restart, so um, yeah, just forgive that. <sighs> All right, friends, we are in an unprecedented very unprecedented situation. It's unprecedented, but not unexpected. It is unprecedented, but it was inevitable. It is unprecedented, but it was preventable and foreseeable. It was architected, architected, is that a word? Planned, strategized. I think a lot of us sense that something is off. And I am one of those who sense that something is off. Uh, the other day I was texting with one of my brothers and he said, since when have you become a conspiracy nut? And I said, well, sometimes people are conspiring. And I think this is a moment when people are conspiring. Now, it's not out of the blue. 
It has been leading up to this for quite some time, uh, decades even. Um, there are people who have conspired for their own gain, profit, power um, for decades now. And we have been manipulated into participating in the conspiracy to get certain people uh, power, control. Um, our systems are supposed to have safeguards in place that have been dismantled systematically, purposely, intentionally, um, especially over the last three years, year and a half. Uh, but it's actually been going on for decades. Um, there have been some massive gains in the last year and a half for certain organizations, certain companies um, that I frankly find disturbing. Let me give you a little bit of history about me. Uh, I've been a journalist for over 25 years studying business and culture and um sociology and motivation. Um, I've reported on a lot of different types of subjects, I guess you could say, or fields or industries. Um, some of them have been medical, some have been agriculture, like a weirdly large amount of agriculture reporting just circumstantially, uh, a weirdly large amount of medical reporting circumstantially. And by circumstantially, I mean, I did not seek these out because of a particular interest that I have in those industries. Um, I'm not an environmentalist necessarily. Uh, it was not something that I have been um, particularly interested in. Uh, I have been, like most people, suspicious of the... Um, the conversation, really, because I wanted to believe that there was nothing to see there. Um, and I can't believe that anymore. I can't believe that anymore. I think that uh, there have been some changes that have made me sort of wake up to some realities that I did not want to be true. And I just happened upon them. So in addition to being a journalist, I am an avid reader. I read constantly. Every day of my life, I am reading a book, right? So long-form nonfiction books. And I do it for my own pleasure, my own edification, my own curiosity. I am uh, someone who no longer watches the news at all. Uh, I think it's poison for the soul. Um, I do not participate in media. I have a very strong filter in which I'm very careful about what I allow into my consciousness, my brain, my soul. Um, and a lot of this is because, uh, after 9-11, I really realized how traumatic um, taking in information over and over and over and over and over can be and how it will be used for clickbait and watch hours and um, Nielsen ratings uh, in a detrimental way, right? In a detrimental way against the people. So I say that so that you'll understand the context from which I am 
saying what I'm going to say, right? So I am a journalist. I do not have an association with any particular media platform. I do not participate in 24-hour news at all. I am cynical about um, the majority of conspiracy theories. Uh, I do not... um, I'm not a member of, you know, PETA or whatever environmental organization that you can think of. I have not been someone who has eaten organic food for economic reasons. Uh, I live a pretty simple life, honestly. So my day-to-day right now has been um, pretty unaffected by this change, uh, this pandemic, this, these at home orders have changed my personal life very little. I came to this very simple life in a more organic, authentic way. It was not thrust upon me necessarily. I've just kind of learned to live this way. So, you know, my biggest loss is the gym. (laughs) And, um, even that I can compensate for fairly easily with, you know, a YouTube yoga station um, and uh, walking outside. So I have worked from home for the last 18 years. Um, this is not my first crisis that has seriously altered my um, my life, my economics. Uh, you know, 9-11, I lived in Manhattan and I was a travel writer um, and that just, uh, like, collapsed. Like, my my life exploded the way those towers exploded. Um, so, I kind of just want to give you that background so that you understand. Maybe you don't know who I am. Maybe you don't know um, what my, I guess, agenda is. Um, and honestly, I don't have one. I'm about to talk about things that I don't want to believe, that I've resisted believing, that I am very upset by on a spiritual and emotional level. Um, I have a lot of qualms even about saying these things because it really does open me to uh, open me up for criticism that I really don't have in my life, nor do I want in my life. Uh, I'm saying things that a great many people in my life are not going to appreciate having been said. I also have economic reasons for uh, not saying things out loud, like company names and corporations, um, just because I'm tied to them economically, and I don't want to interfere with that. Um, There's a social cost here. Um, I've also noticed that the internet is being used to drum up controversy based on what I say uh, in a really inflammatory way that I do not appreciate. Um, Yeah, so... There we go. I get my, I, I'm actually well informed, um, more informed than the average person. And it's through long form, uh, communication such as books. <laughs> so it's not, uh, informed by 24 hour news or clickbait. It is informed by actual books, uh, in a broad range of topics. And through actual reporting, so actually talking to people who are in various industries, 
with many different backgrounds um, in my work. And a lot of it is happenstance. It's not work that I sought out specifically. I don't have a certain field that I report in. Um, it's just circumstantially, I have information that I want to talk to you about um, because I am disturbed. And I think there's cause for being disturbed. And also because we are at a choice point. We are at a point in our global consciousness, our global history, where there's still time to turn back. There's still time to um, shift our thinking and awaken to some things we don't really want to know. They say ignorance is bliss, and I can vouch for that. Um, there are things I'm going to talk about that I don't want to know because I don't want to believe them. And if I know them, that means I need to do something about them. I have to adjust my life. I have to adjust my belief systems. I have to adjust my allegiances. I have to make choices based on reality instead of pretending that life is a... Um, philosophical quest, uh, and the stakes are low. It's not true. The stakes are high, and this isn't a philosophical quest about what we choose to believe. This is about um, how we live globally, and how we live as a nation, and how we live as just human beings. So that said, I am a part of the media, and... I have a certain disdain for the way media is being manipulated. And I know that you are experiencing what I am experiencing in one way or another. There are things you don't want to know. There are things that scare you that you're hoping are not true, even though something in your gut is telling you something's off. Um, when you watch what's happening, it is startling. Uh, There's a lot of conspiracy theory floating around, and I certainly don't have one specific answer for you because I think there's not enough information for us to know exactly what is going on. But I would like to point out some things that I have observed that uh, maybe you can um, puzzle on. I mean, maybe you have information that I don't have, and maybe we should be sharing that information. Um, I... I hear people talking about the media, right? And most of this talk about the media is prompted by the media, right? So um, the mainstream media, the liberal agenda, the whatever. Like, I just want to point out that it's the media that's telling you that. Fox News is not alternative media. Fox News is the very definition of mainstream media, False news has always used the media, been the media, telling you not to trust the media because Fox News wants to control the story. So anyone who's trying to control the story is suspect. Anyone who is trying to shape your thinking or belief system in such a dramatic and extreme and inflammatory way should be suspect. You should be suspicious about their motives. 
Now, one of the primary causes for media to be inflammatory is clicks and watch hours, right? Ratings. Ratings, clicks, watch out, watch hours. Um, the media is run by advertising. It is run by marketing. The media, in theory, is supposed to be an objective source of information to inform the people. Um, constitutionally, and I am going to speak from an American perspective because I am an American, and um, I know from the demographic statistical information that I receive that most of my listeners are American. So what we know is that in the Constitution, we were given freedom of the press because the information being passed around in the olden days uh, in Europe, which is where most of us uh, immigrated from, um, was being controlled by the powers that be. And to share information among each other uh, was punishable by hanging and having our heads cut off. Right. So if you were sharing information about um, the king or the queen that the king or the queen didn't like, uh, you could get your head cut off. Right. So we when we became a country instituted the freedom of the press and free speech to avoid getting our heads cut off to avoid hanging, to avoid having our um, property taken, to avoid accusations of treason. Now, that's great. That's all well and good. That is an individual right. Uh, it is a collective right. But that does not mean that this power is not being used to manipulate. So I want to point out that the media is run by private entities who have a profit motive. Now, we have a capitalistic system, and maybe you've thought of this before, but profit is a suspect motive in and of itself, right? Profit is the motive for everything you're having right now, everything you're experiencing in your life. Profit is the motive, Every single thing that's happening right now, if you want to figure out who has the motive, you follow the profit, you follow the money. So the media does have a profit motive, but who is profiting, right? So we're told, oh, the media, the media, it's the media's fault. The media is making this happen. The media doesn't have the power to make this happen. The media is Pinocchio. Where is Geppetto? Someone made the media. Someone is cultivating and strategically planting the story, right? So if you listen to a mainstream media source like Fox News tell you to suspect the other media, what is the motive there? Well, Fox News itself has a motive to make a profit, as does CNN or MSNBC or whatever they are now. I literally have not watched this shit in over 18 years. I have not tuned in to any of this garbage in 18 years 
because they have a profit motive. But behind their profit motive are people using the media to manipulate the masses for their own profit, right? So the media gets dollars from advertisers. Who are the advertisers using the media? They get dollars for the owners of media outlets. So what is their profit? What are they going to profit on? How do they gain from controlling the information? So you can look at the person, say, who owns Fox News, and you can say that person has a profit motive. Yes. And... And the politicians who use Fox News as their platform to incite anger have a profit motive for power. And the corporations behind those politicians who want to manipulate the laws and the political system and our uh, courts system, who want to manipulate that, have an even bigger profit motive. Right? So when you're looking at the profit motive, you can't stop at the media. The media is the puppet. The media is the puppet being used to manipulate the masses. And you have to follow that back. You have to follow it back a few steps to get to the actual people who are going to profit from using the media to manipulate what we think, what we believe, what we purchase. Now, this is not about selling Nike shoes, right? That's advertising and marketing at its most simple form. So, yeah, Nike wants to sell shoes. They run an ad for shoes. They get some celebrities to wear their shoes and make them look cool. And they have a profit motive, right? And that's not necessarily an evil enterprise, right? So I'm not completely against profit. I'm not even completely against uh, capitalism. I am against using media to control our belief systems, to make us act against our own value systems, to distract us from what is actually happening. And that's the point I want to make here. The media is distracting us from some very disturbing, very real realities. And there are people on this planet who are hiding behind layers and layers and layers of politicians, corporations, products, belief systems, ideologies. And the media is not the one controlling it. The media is controlled by the people who are going to profit from manipulating what we think, what we buy, what we click on, what we're exposed to. And this concerns me because it has become... So painfully divisive that we cannot tolerate each other. And it's not even us. 
right? So it is not even us that's benefiting from this, right? This is one of my biggest frustrations in politics right now is that people are carrying belief systems that don't benefit them. So if we all voted in our self-interest, we'd actually get a pretty decent result. We'd get a pretty decent result because um, everyone's interests would be accurately represented. And then as a majority of people share what would actually help themselves, it would help all of us collectively, right? That's not what's happening. We are not voting in our own self-interest, which means we're voting in someone else's interest. So there is no self-interest for our medical system in the United States. No American benefits from this nightmare. So who benefits from this nightmare? No American benefits from having contaminated and poisoned food. Who benefits from having contaminated and poisoned food? No American benefits from having mega corporations have the same rights as citizens in our court system. So who benefits from giving ginormous global corporations equal access under the law? And these corporations, mind you, aren't even American companies. Who benefits from that? It's not the American citizen who's supposed to have equal rights under the law. So I want to ask you to think Think about these things as you're seeing what's happening right now. I want to ask you to trace what you're hearing back way past the media, way past the brand name label that is also being used to distract you, way past the political two-party system, which is also being used to distract you way past national identity, which I'm starting to think is an outdated idea because the people who are actually in power, the people who are actually benefiting from global food monopolies, global medicine monopolies, global water right monopolies, they are transnational, meaning they are corporations that have more power, more money, more profit motive without a national allegiance. So we have a situation here that has gotten way out of control in the last three years. I'm sorry to tell you, friends. In the last three years, some very serious things have happened that should be very disturbing to all human beings on the planet. The size of certain companies that now own the food, the seeds that grow the food, the water the rights to use the water, to make products, to 
water animals in the livestock industry, to make food, to uh, share among each other for, uh, like, it's a thing that we cannot live without. It only comes from the sky. We cannot make more of it, right? So we're talking about monopolies on things not like apparel, but things that we cannot make more of, that science is not going to solve if we get a real good invention, that there's a limited amount of. When you have a global monopoly on food, the seeds that make the food, the water rights, 3% of the globe has usable fresh water. 3% of the globe's water. We're a globe of a crap ton of water, but it's not usable for drinking, for washing, for cleaning, for feeding livestock, for watering agriculture. Like it's not usable. Most of the water is not usable. So if you have specific companies who have monopolies on that, that's disturbing because now you have very few people who are controlling the masses. You're, I mean, if you control all the seeds on the planet, you're controlling the masses. If you control all the water on the planet, you're controlling all the masses. And then when you control whether that is contaminated and you control the medicine and the science and the law governing medicine and the science, you now have an incentive to contaminate the food you control and the water you control. We're talking about fundamental resources that humans can't live without. Being in the hands of a very small group of people, not in the United States, globally. So the globe over, there are some companies that own a perfect circle of everything every single human being must have to live. That is who we need to be looking toward to figure out who is doing this. And when I say doing this, I mean the whole fucking system. I don't just mean this pandemic. I mean our opioid crisis that has been targeted in farming communities intentionally with things like Oxycontin that got swept through the FDA lightning speed Without the scientific process, the scientific method, the safety measures, and pushed heavily in the farming communities, in the United States, in the whole wide world. Laws that have banned research, medical research, about things we were actually making headway on, uh, like mental health, depression, PTSD. We were making headway with medicine that cured these things, that cured 
human beings' problems. There's no incentive for cure. SSRIs being heavily pushed by the same companies who are against natural medicine, who are the same companies who are contaminating the food, who are the same companies feeding the media information about how wonderful our fucking system is, who are the same companies who are controlling our politicians. We're angry at the puppet and we're angry at the media, which is just the means by which we're being manipulated. And there is a definite conspiracy to manipulate us. And the number of people competing for the right to manipulate us is shrinking in a very, very disturbing way. And it's happening so rapidly that we haven't even noticed. We are being manipulated to the point where millions of Americans are voting against their own values. Where suddenly sharing has turned into some kind of communist idea where we're told that to have community-owned things in a country established for the people, by the people, is somehow anti-Christian? Like, what Bible are you reading? You, all of us, all of us, every human being on the planet is being manipulated Profit is the motive, and you're going to have to go way further back than the label on the products you buy and the media you expose yourself to. Every single thing that you see on the internet is specifically calculated to be presented to you. Now, that's not because Facebook necessarily has an agenda. That's because there are people who pay Facebook to show you, and you specifically, your age group, where you live, how much money you make, whether you're married, what religion you go to, what other things you're interested in. Advertising has become so specific that you do not have to market to the masses. It is no longer a numbers game. We are handing over information about what we care about, what we're afraid of, what we love, how our personal relationships are going, who we know, so that a company can cultivate a very specific ad designed for a very specific person and do marketing to a very specific, very small, very niche group of people in order to manipulate them. That is what happened in our last election. That's not a conspiracy theory. That's an actual conspiracy. 
That was actually people conspiring to manipulate the results of our election, and it was highly effective. We are playing a game with rules that were made 200 years ago for a reality that doesn't exist now. We have people making the rules for us, legislating for us, who don't understand the internet. If you don't understand the internet, you don't understand the economy. If you don't understand the economy, you cannot legislate appropriately. We live in a world where we're using paper to vote. Think about that for a second. You don't use paper to pay your light bill. You don't use paper to do practically anything. We can all be at home and work right now. And we're using paper to vote? There's a technology on the planet called blockchain that we can use to manage money in a very efficient way, right? So it has to be secure enough to allow us to manage money and we're not using that to vote. Okay, well, who benefits from that? Who benefits from us using an outdated system that's 200 years old? but using information that's cutting edge and just invented to control what we think and believe. Who benefits from that? Something is off. But we're not going to figure out what it is if we're distracted, intentionally distracted, and having our Fears and our anger manipulated for someone else's interest. We are giving trillions of dollars in bailout money to companies that are not paying taxes in our country. I'm going to say that again. We are bailing out countries that are not, I'm sorry, companies that are not American companies. We are bailing out German companies. We are bailing out Brazilian companies. We are bailing out the companies that have a monopoly on the food, the medicine, the oil, the water, our information systems, that's who we're handing trillions of dollars to and they don't pay taxes here. So you get your, what, $1,200 check? You're on the hook for $5,000 in taxes. Does that make sense? And these are companies that have just declared record numbers of profits and they're not contributing to the system, and then they're telling us that it's somehow morally wrong for us to take care of each other with community-owned services? 
They're telling us that that's somehow against our moral and religious and spiritual values. We've been in a trance and we're going to have to wake up or else we're going to be somewhere very, very soon that is incomprehensible evil. Am I the only person sitting in my house wondering if we're going to be allowed to vote in November? We've been ordered to our homes during campaign season when normal, typical behavior would be having a conversation amongst each other, person to person, knocking on doors, holding community meetings, having conversations about what's the best thing for us to do as a community. And we're ordered into our homes forbidden from seeing anyone who is not living with us. This is very convenient timing. Who's going to benefit from that? If you follow the money, if you follow the power, actually, money is a fixation for us because it's live or die. That's, I mean, that's basically why human beings, uh, citizens, your average person cares about money. It's live or die. But for them, it's power. And who benefits? Who benefits from our system? Who profits in power and money and control? If we're sick and dying, who profits if we have a war on drugs, which force us into taking drugs controlled by corporations who profit from our sick? There's a profit motive for us to be sick. Think about that. And we're told it's somehow immoral for us to have a system that is community-owned, that benefits the people by creating systems of health and wellness? And so plant medicine is outlawed? Who benefits from that? Who benefits from contaminated food and contaminated water? which then leads to sickness, which then leads to a medical system that has to treat chronic and acute illnesses, which then bankrupts people and makes them desperate. Who benefits from that? Who benefits from a farm bailout given to massive global corporations and monopolies while simultaneously those companies then launch new medications that are very calculated to be pushed and land in rural communities, farmers, families. Who benefits from that? 
Who benefits from an emergency need for respirators? You're telling me of all the medical companies on the planet, the only people we can find to make emergency respirators is an automobile company that's struggling? Really? Who owns that automobile company? Who benefits from genocide? Genocide that just happens to be affecting our disenfranchised, poverty-stricken minority populations. Who benefits by locking up entire groups of people for uh, an ounce of marijuana for decades? Who benefits from that? Who benefits from creating suspicion about science? Who benefits from that? Who benefits from bigotry? Who benefits, who benefits from a two-party system that has become so volatile that families cannot tolerate a conversation with each other. The family doesn't benefit from that. Who benefits from a religious majority not paying attention to what their party is doing because they're one-issue voters? Who benefits from that? Who benefits from an opioid drug epidemic? Who benefits from contaminated food and water? Who benefits from private medicine? It's not your doctor. I mean, your doctor benefits, but... It's not your doctor controlling medicine. You do not have choice. Like, just the insanity of the arguments held on that. Who benefits from that argument? Who benefits from the argument that you're experiencing more freedom if you're denied medicine, if your provider is required to make you get more tests, And on the other side, who benefits if your treatment is denied? Not you. Not me. Not us as a people. Who benefits from that? Follow the money. Follow the power. Unless you have deeply researched this in the last 18 months, you are wrong about what is owned by who. We have mega corporations that have been going around the entire globe gobbling up small companies, smaller companies. Gobbling them up until they are behemoths so ginormous and across so many different supposed different industries 
that if you were to go to your medicine cabinet, I promise you, you would own something being controlled by these companies. Wellness products, pharmaceutical products, food, health food, organic food, even. It is currently impossible for you to boycott or economically punish these corporations. It is impossible to fix any of these problems with consumer choice. It is impossible because you don't have consumer choice. The competing brand on the shelf is owned by the same people. It's owned by the same mega corporation. You do not have consumer choice. There is an illusion of consumer choice meant to distract you and manipulate you. There is no consumer choice. You could not boycott these companies if you tried. I don't care how holistic you think you are or how off the grid you think you are. Your consumer choice does not have the power to affect the market in any significant realized way. Mine doesn't either. None of our consumer choices fucking matter. If we want to remain free as human beings, as communities of human beings... It is not the other political party. It's the people who are controlling the political party. It is not the media we are being manipulated with by. It is the media we are being manipulated with. Do you know, in our general elections... We are using a system that was created, this delegate system that was created because we had to send riders on horseback, delegates of our community, to deliver the message about what we wanted. We're still operating on a system that requires people on horseback to travel to the Capitol. There's no reason for that. Who benefits from that? It's not the people, because here's the thing. In our general election, Trump didn't win. In our general election, George W. didn't win. Our general elections don't actually count in terms of vote for vote of the people. And that was a practical choice made a couple hundred years ago based on the reality of needing a horseback rider. That is not the reality of today. Today, every vote can be counted. And I would love to know how it makes sense to anyone that we can allow companies that are not U.S. companies access, equal access to our courts, and we can pay them bailout money 
but we don't require them to pay taxes as U.S. companies. How does that benefit the people? It doesn't. How are we listening to mainstream media that tells us they are alternative media when they are not? There is an agenda behind it that has nothing to do with your beliefs, your values. They're being manipulated and controlled. And we think we're so fucking sophisticated. We are not sophisticated. We do not have the power to control what we click on because we're only being exposed to very specific things that are very calculated and very designed and very strategic to be put in front of our faces. Every single thing I see, every single ad, every video, every post on social media, everything that I am exposed to is controlled by people who have an interest in controlling what I think and what I feel. See, that's the thing. Our feelings are being controlled. They expose you to information meant to make you angry or afraid. Our emotions, our mental health, our thoughts, our belief systems are being controlled. We're being distracted from our actual values, our actual community. And it should be disturbing. Now, I know there's a whole bunch of conspiracy stuff on the internet um, about Bill Gates specifically. I think that's a red herring. I don't think Bill Gates um, is... I mean, he's a rich dude. But I don't think he has the political agenda you think he has. And this shit is political. This is way bigger than any national country, any national tribalism, this is way bigger than that. This is a global corporation. And I don't know that we can really pin that on Bill Gates. Bill Gates is an easy target. I think we have to look bigger. When you hear messages, I want you to ask yourself, who gains from this? Who gains from making me angry about this? Who gains from keeping me at home during an election season? Who gains from us paper voting with a delegate system that was invented based on people needing to be on horseback in an information age where we literally can stay in our homes. Who benefits from having emergency medical situations? Who benefits from toxic food? 
Who benefits from toxic water? Who benefits from toxic air? Who benefits from us being sick? Who benefits from chronic illness, cancers, viruses? People are saying this virus isn't real, that it's a hoax. It is real. People are actually dying. So then the question becomes, who benefits from genocide, from global genocide? Who benefits from a global medical emergency? Who benefits from a wall that keeps us in? Who benefits from us being angry at our families? Who benefits from othering? And othering is any language and all language that makes it appear that you are different from anyone else on this planet. That you are somehow more holy or more special or belong more. Who benefits from making certain populations not belong? Who benefits from making certain populations powerless? Who benefits from saying we're the party of family values and then putting caretakers in economic desperation? Who benefits from that? I mean, right now, what I'm seeing is a whole bunch of burden putting on certain populations because suddenly there are, gosh, needy people. Suddenly, we have to confront the idea that we have vulnerable populations that need care and there is absolutely no economic support for their caretakers or for the vulnerable. And we have family Christian values. Are you joking? I mean, I'm looking at people and it's not you know who who's quitting their job or losing their job because they have elderly parents that they need to care for. Or because people in their family are sick. And what the fuck are we thinking to pretend that vulnerable populations don't exist and to pretend that those who care for them have no economic value or economic safety net? And then we're calling ourselves somehow spiritual or religious or having family values? Really? Who benefits from that? Who benefits from us not aligning in real life with our actual values and belief systems? Who benefits from that? It is not the fucking liberal media that benefits from that. Who benefits from you caring about only one single issue and deciding that all of your values revolve around that? Who is able to manipulate those messages and then do whatever they want systematically, including genocide? Who benefits from that? Who benefits from more poverty? From less power in the middle class? Who benefits from that?
Who benefits from war? We've been in a war for 18 years that started after 9-11 on a fictional basis. Who's benefiting from war? And what are these so-called holy wars really about? They're about resources that cannot be renewed. And it's not just oil. It is for sure oil. But there are resources that cannot be renewed, such as soil, healthy soil that can grow things, water. You know, ISIS, a lot of that conflict is about water. We're going to see more and more and more conflict about water. Who benefits from war over non-renewable resources? including what we eat and what medicine we have access to. Who benefits from that? Not a single American. Not as a citizen. We're being hypnotized by stock market numbers that are completely unstable. Please, God, look around and notice how unstable the stock market is. It is not an indicator of a stable economy. It's gambling that sometimes pays off and sometimes doesn't, but it's most definitely lowering the quality of life. It's just a hypnotic trance. We get intoxicated with this number. It's imaginary money, people. It's not real money. It's imaginary money. Who benefits from cost of living increases and a reduction in pay and benefits. Who benefits from that? Who benefits from a private medical system controlled by corporations meant to bankrupt people, intentionally bankrupting people? Who is benefiting from that? Who is benefiting from contaminated food? Oh, you mean the food, the contaminant, and the medicine are all the same people? If you're not disturbed by that, there's something wrong. If this comes as a shock, here's the problem. We've been distracted and we've been falling for it for decades. I truly am, for the first time in my life, concerned that we're not going to have an election. I am concerned that our political process has become so much of a conspiracy And I'm not talking about a party conspiracy. I'm talking about the parties and the media being used for gain, for power of companies that do not have any national allegiance. They certainly do not have an American allegiance.
countries might just be a silly, outdated idea in terms of power and resources. I know that seems like a shocking statement. But if you look at the size of the country, of the companies that are bigger than countries, that have more of a monopoly on resources that cannot be renewed, and how few companies are competing for that, they're not United States companies. The companies that have food monopolies are not United States companies. They're Brazilian. They're South American. Like, we're pretending like the Chinese are our biggest threat. The Chinese owns one of one of the three or four companies that own the majority of the food. Germans have a surprising number of companies. The United States companies that were in the game have been gobbled up in the last year and a half or so. And who knows what the backroom deal on that is. But I don't think it's Bill Gates. Because Bill Gates doesn't control the food resources. Bill Gates has spent years inventing toilets to solve the shit crisis in the world. People having contaminated water and food from their own feces and dying from that illness. A completely fixable problem. Bill Gates can solve our energy crisis, our fossil fuel crisis, with a new invention that Trump shut down the second he got elected. With a stable, effective energy source that does not require limited resources. It's so easy for us to look at a successful person in our system and a visible one and blame things on them or blame things on the media because that's the visible thing or blame things on the party system because that's the physic that's the physical visual thing. We're going to have to go deeper than that because those are just distractions. Bill Gates is a distraction in my opinion. I can't prove what Bill Gates's motives are, but in my opinion, he's just trying to solve some really stupid problems. And he's using very wealthy people's money to do it. He's not using tax money to do it. He doesn't have a profit motive. He doesn't have a power motive. He doesn't have a political motive. He's just some guy. I mean, it would not surprise me if the actual people who are manipulating the system, are manipulating the system to make us look at Bill Gates and blame the shit on him. That would not surprise me one single bit. Bill Gates could be a scapegoat for the people who will actually achieve power because Bill Gates doesn't have a monopoly on medicine. He doesn't have a monopoly on food. He doesn't have a monopoly on water. That's who we need to be looking at. Who has the monopoly on food and water and oil? Bill Gates has a solution so that we don't need oil that got shut down the second, the second 
Trump took office. And Trump is an idiot. He's a total moron. He's just a puppet. There are people behind Trump who are using his narcissism, his ego, as a distraction. Trump is a distraction. Bill Gates is a distraction. Fox News is a distraction. Cable news is a distraction. The media is a distraction. We're being distracted and it's working. It's working because we're distracted. We're not paying attention to the things that need paying attention to because we're angry at each other on purpose. They're making us angry at each other on purpose because it benefits them. We're being distracted from the fact that our soil is being monopolized and controlled. Our soil, the thing we need to grow food. The ability to make more food is being monopolized. It's being intentionally contaminated to make us sick so that we have to participate in a medical system that profits from our sickness, not from our health. And they're throwing Pinocchio in front of us so that we don't see Geppetto, right? They're blaming Frankenstein for being Frankenstein instead of looking at the scientist who made Frankenstein. Who benefits from a miracle vaccine that's going to be produced in record time? Who's going to benefit from that? I'm not taking that vaccine. I'm not even an anti-vaxxer. In fact, just a few months ago, I was telling my friend that she's kind of ridiculous for not vaccinating her children because vaccinations actually can work. But I'm not taking a vaccine that the whole world is basically going to be forced to take and it's going to be a medical miracle. Oh my gosh, a medical miracle. Who's going to benefit from the medical miracle, friends? And can you trace that back to one of these companies that have a monopoly on our food system, our medical system? You'd think you're buying a healthcare product and that company got gobbled up in the last couple of years by one of these companies I'm talking about. And I'm not going to say their names in public because it's somehow going to get flagged and I'm going to get people who come and make trouble and that's going to silence me. Or... My SEO, my search engine optimization is going to thrust me to the bottom of the pile because I used the wrong words in the wrong way. Who benefits from party, from two-party divisiveness? Who benefits from us thinking about the government as if it's an entity that doesn't involve us as a community, as people, for the people, by the people, who benefits from us thinking that corporations are people? Who benefits from us thinking that there's more freedom in taxing a corporation instead of taxing the people on their income? There's a penalty for people to make money. And to better their lives. 
a very real penalty that thrusts them into poverty and keeps them there. Who benefits from us being in poverty? Who benefits from us thinking that it's Christian to doubt science? Who benefits from that? Who benefits from the idea that we can't afford to take care of each other? Wealthiest nation ever in history. And we can't afford to take care of each other, but we can afford trillions of dollars to go to companies that just reported record profit. Well, what? we can't, They can't, what did they save no money? They, they can't survive for a month. And here's your $1,200, American. You're on the hook for $5,000 in taxes so far. But here's your $1,200. That's not even a mortgage. If you got coronavirus and ended up in the hospital, you're so fucking bankrupt. But here's your $1,200. Who benefits from that? Who benefits from an 18-year-long war? Who benefits? Who benefits from these bailouts? Who benefits from a miracle vaccine that's just going to come online? Who benefits from Trump ordering a car company to make respirators? Who benefits from us being distracted? Who benefits from us staying in our houses so that we cannot participate in our political process, what, eight months before the election? Who benefits from that shit being on paper? Who benefits from us having elected officials who have been in office for so many decades but still don't know how to use the fucking internet? They have literally zero idea how the economy runs because they're operating from a World War II perspective of the economy. Who is benefiting from that? It's not me. It's not you. It's not a single American citizen. Who benefits from me being angry at my family members? And who benefits from them being angry at me? Over values. We don't have different values. We have the same values. Our values are being manipulated on purpose, intentionally, strategically, to distract us from what's really going on. The government is supposed to be how we have community responsibility. It's being manipulated intentionally. The government itself is not even a thing. Like it's not an outside entity. It's just us. It's how we manage and care for each other. The problem with the government is that it's no longer by the people for the people. 
It's by these corporations who have more power than the people who are manipulating the people. Here's a real simple example about that. So I live in this community, Fort Collins, Colorado, and like every other fucking community on the planet, it has been monopolized by um, information companies who control the broadband and the Wi-Fi, the internet. And they intentionally deliver poor service They train their customer service representatives to be awful, horrible. They lie on their bills. They charge fees they didn't disclose. They change the contract so that they're perpetually extended and there's nothing you can do about it because there's no competitor. And then we're sold that this is a capitalist idea, that there's a free market when it's not a free market. There's a backroom deal. That's why there's no competitor. South Korea has better internet than the United States. It affects every single person. So Fort Collins decided we had had enough. And what we decided to do was create community-owned broadband. Community-owned broadband. Because this is a public service on which our entire economy operates. And therefore, we cannot trust someone with a profit motive to deliver bad service because it affects us, every single one of us. I don't trust the other internet company because they are not trustworthy. Look up, open your eyes, and see who is not trustworthy. I don't trust my doctors. I certainly don't trust the insurance company that is deciding what kind of treatment I can and cannot have. I don't trust our court system to be fair or to weigh a human being's rights fairly against a mega corporation. I don't trust the food company that has enslaved farmers and then claims that they're helping farmers or the medical system that dumped opioid pharmaceuticals on farming communities, allowing those mega corporations to control them in a desperate situation. Who benefits from more of us being poor than a couple decades ago? Who benefits from a shrinking middle class? Who benefits from the illusion of economic stability in a ridiculous inflated stock market while we experience everyday inflation of 30% over a couple of years? Who benefits from us falling farther and farther behind? Who benefits from us having a student loan crisis so that three generations of Americans will never be out of debt, ever? Who benefits from entire generations of young people starting life bankrupt? 
Not me. I don't benefit from that. You don't benefit from that. None of us benefit from any of this. No people benefit from this. Things have taken a bad turn, friends, and this is a wake-up call. This is going to be profitable for a very specific group of companies that are way too big. And we got to stop listening to the media tell us that we need to be mad at each other because the media is being controlled by those companies. The message is being carefully architected for a result that is predictable because it's been working for so fucking long. This should not have come as a surprise. Who benefits from bigotry, from us being mad at other groups of people, of us feeling better than other groups of people, of us judging other groups of people's choices, choices that have also been strategically manipulated to put very specific groups of people at risk for very specific problems with a very specific intention, who benefits from that? Who benefits from a system that pretends we do not have vulnerable populations in prison or nursing homes or special needs relatives that need care and then providing zero economic structure to make that care possible? Who benefits from that? It's not the media. It's not the political party. It's certainly not human beings. It's not Americans. All right. I am going to leave you with that. I will probably be making more of these. I do have serious hesitancy about speaking about these topics. Um, I'll be sharing more information. I feel more comfortable on Patreon at patreon.com slash Tracy Sue. I'm not spending a ton of time on social media because that is being manipulated by people that want to manipulate it. Okay. Let's get smart. Let's be wise. Let's pay attention. Let's go deeper than the media, than a political party. Let's get wise to the messaging we're being controlled with. And here's something. When you stop participating in the news and when you stop participating in media and you just go about living your life and it becomes much more quiet, you become a much more stable, sane, mentally healthy person. I can vouch for that. All right, friends, take care of yourselves. Please do not take this, by the way, please do not take this as me saying that the medical virus is a hoax. No, the virus is real. People are getting sick and dying. But who benefits from that? 
who benefits from us suddenly caring that people are sick and dying. Because frankly, we typically don't give a shit if thousands of people die. The flu comes every year. 61,000 Americans die of it, and we just go about our lives as if it's not happening. Who benefits from that? Who benefits from this sudden shift uh, in us deciding we all need to stay home because there is a virus? The virus is real. The vaccine that follows is going to be real. This absurd war on ibuprofen is real. Follow the brand name of that back to its parent company. And don't think you know what the parent company is because there are parent companies that own parent companies that own parent companies that own subsidiaries that own parent companies. When I say follow this back, I'm talking about layers and layers and layers. These subsidiaries are not the company that actually owns the company, and they certainly don't own the brand you're buying. If you follow it back far enough, you're always going to keep ending up in the same places. That's how you know who owns what. You follow enough of these brand names that you're hearing talked about, and you follow that back and follow that back and follow that back, deeper, 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 and that's where you start to get to who's got the monopoly. And the same companies keep showing up over and over and over. Who owns the company that owns Chevrolet? Okay. I will talk to you soon. Love you. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other.